Welcome to Ben Better, How About You? I'm your host, Katie Nara, and I have been successfully managing my depression and anxiety for the past 15 years. If this sounds like a self-help commercial, it kind of is. Mental health can feel messy, confusing, and there is no universal prescription. But the more we openly talk about it, the more we will discover together. P.S. I am not a doctor, but I hope you will join me and my guests, including authors, doctors, celebrities, specialists, and friends to hear their journey with mental well-being and to learn tips and tools for support. So let's dive in. Julie Civiello Polier is a licensed esthetician specializing in gua sha and reflexology. She's a Reiki master, intuitive guide, and celebrity facialist. In 2020, Julie launched Linaya, a holistic gua sha beauty kit designed to educate and empower women to connect with their inner and outer bodies. Julie has worked with top brands, True Botanicals, Cora Organics, and Jenny King. Welcome back to another episode of Ben Better. How about you? I'm your host, Katie Nara, and today I'm joined by Julie Saviello Polier. That was absolutely perfect. Yes. <laughs> Welcome, Julie. Thank you. Thanks how for are having you? me. I'm so well. We were just talking about the rain and, and how you're staying with your name. Yes. Even though you're saying goodbye to your husband. Yes. All right. Yeah. You know, total family reconstellation and always family. Yeah, Forever that's and always nice. family when we have a you child don't hold together. Grudges. No, oh my gosh, no. Well, that would be weird. Because so you're amicable, like energy <laughs> healer. You're like I hold grudges. Yeah, right. And it's it's a very deep practice of staying in compassion, staying in my heart, offering forgiveness, especially to ourselves. Right. I think yeah, sometimes I think the way we really speak hard. to ourselves is the worst. Like I would never say some of the things I say to myself to anyone else. I feel that very strongly. And I found it so interesting that in your book, you were talking about how your mom basically introduced you to, she went and got acupuncture when she was pregnant with you. Yes. Can you tell us that story? Sure. So my mom has always and still does go to the beat of her own drum. And from a very conservative Catholic family in Northern Maine, and she was very interested in different healing modality. And so when she was pregnant with me, she heard about this thing called the beautiful baby point which is only ever used with a 24 karat gold needle. I thought that was so cool. I was it's like, really I'm going to ask my acupuncturist, like, why aren't we using 24 karat gold? Hello. Yeah. Um, and, and that's true? Like, that's Yes, still only a thing. ever. Yes. Wow. And so when I was pregnant with our son, I did the same practice. I was like, hey, I got that. My mom was like, it totally worked. <laughs> so do only certain people maybe treat? Well, I think it's preference right, probably. Preference. Like okay. I went to an acupuncturist. That's her niche. Pregnancy, fertility. She's such an amazing guide and coach about it. Yes. And has had so much success. And so I think other people just focus on you Who know, whatever Who is she? It is. Can we say her name? Yes, Katya Mosley. Okay. She is Spirit Gate LA on wow. Instagram. I know when I was going through some hormonal things, I saw different acupuncturists who specialize. I think it's good to go to someone that's... Because there's so many different things that you could be going to acupuncture for. Yes. Yes. So. And it's great, I think, no matter what modality you're seeking out, if it's acupuncture or Reiki healing or polarity, massage, to have a focus, to what have is, an intention. For someone listening that doesn't know what Reiki or polarity is, yeah. can you tell us? Yes. So Before you go to the story, we have so much to talk about. I know. So much to do. <laughs> We'll just time travel. It's yeah, there you go. <laughs> something I do all the time. Reiki healing is a Japanese lineage and it is focused in the energy field. 
So it's a hands-on or hands-hovering treatment, and it's focused on the chakras, which is an Ayurvedic practice, to realign and reestablish harmony inside and outside the body. Because okay. we have an electromagnetic field outside of our body, just like the earth has an electromagnetic field. And sometimes our energy gets congested or it's spinning too quickly. So either mm. too stagnant or too quick. And Reiki healing, the intention with it is to bring harmony so that everything is moving at a pace that is conducive to a mind-body-spirit connection. Okay, wow. Yeah. And did you have a Reiki session probably as a child or before you actually became an expert in that as well or no? I actually did. My mom, again, introduced me to a woman who practiced all sorts of different modalities, muscle testing being one, which is also called kinesiology, which is the muscle, physical muscle will shorten in the body with a yes or remain loose with a no. So you can ask any question that your heart desires as long as it's a yes or no. And so you can do it all sorts of ways. Like I'm, I like to link my fingers together. And if it's a yes, the fingers stay linked. And if it's a no, the fingers break apart. But you, you see, I think, people with arm testing where somebody's placing yeah. weight on somebody else's yeah. arm. And if it's a yes, the arm stays strong and outward. And if it's a no, the arm will go down. That's so funny because I did this thing, I think it was on TikTok about did I take my medicine? Yes or no? And she goes, you can ask. And I was like, oh, let's see if this works. And it did. It does. Yeah, it was like the swaying and and we all did it. And it was all, you know, what had actually happened. Like yes yes or no. And that's actually the question I ask myself with muscle testing more than anything else. Did I take that supplement already? Oh, (laughs) Oh, good. Okay. I don't need to double take it. That's what I ask more than anything else. Yeah. Even though I have everything like in my little container, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I'm still sometimes like holding the water, holding the bottle, like, wait, what did I do? (laughs) So that's like, that's well, I didn't know if that's like sometimes when a PT brings your leg up and they hold it down, is that similar or no? That's no. like just testing a muscle. They're just strength. testing uh, okay. reflexes. Reflexes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You said that this chose you, this profession. I think so. I mean, it's funny how life is. You know, we we live so many lifetimes within one life, and I had a lot of judgment about the beauty industry for a long time. I also was an actress, classically trained. Went to conservatory at Boston University, and then went to. London Academy for Music and Dramatic Art to study and then decided to move to Los Angeles across the country from most of my family to really pursue film and television and was in a wild and crazy car accident, got re-rendered after one of my best auditions of all time. Of course. Of course. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going out with a bang. (laughs) Yeah. I was on bed rest for about three months and out of work for about nine months. And that was such a deep shift in focus, in priority, and also about being in my body. Mm -hmm. I think as an actress, I had put so much of my attention outside of my body to get affirmation of like, am I good enough? Am I beautiful enough? What's my weight? Blah, blah, blah. I was really hard on myself. Well, how can you not be? I don't think people realize it until you're out of it. Like what we were saying just before we started, when the pandemic hit, I thought, why am I doing this? Like I just felt like I was giving blood, sweat and tears for nothing in return. But I don't know if I would have really stepped away had I not had that separation. Yes. it's It was sort of wild. So in the same way that you with the accident, like where you kind of maybe had the clarification of, 
I don't want to do this anymore or my body is not like doesn't feel right in it. Yes. And I think that forced rest, which injury often gifts us, was such a great way to distance myself from one of my first loves and realize like this isn't the whole experience. I can tell stories in all kinds of different ways. I can honor people and, and what we want to pass on in all these different ways. And so I, I saw a bunch of different specialists and, and a lot of them were convinced surgery, spinal surgery was the only thing to move forward. I and I go to surgery. Sorry. I was like, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, no. You're not cutting into me and putting well, I, steel plates or it's like makes pins. worse. Often, yeah, right? not, and I shouldn't say that. Thank some, goodness some, yeah. it's available. Yeah, yeah. And it does save many, many lives. Right. And I think it's often the quick exactly. um, answer. Right. So I decided I'm going to heal myself okay. and went on a big journey of, of studying different modalities, Want some of them being meditation. There's a form called MBSR, Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction, that John Kabat-Zinn um, created, which was a non-dogmatic meditation. Mm. And it was the, one of the first meditations to be covered by insurance so that wow. people with major PTSD, people with major injury could start to shift their own healing and really embody and really feel empowered for the first time and have it be covered by insurance. That I'd never even heard of that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So I just studied a bunch of different things, Reiki being right. one of them, meditation being another muscle testing, kinesiology being another, a bunch of different things. And I was in a meditation group and one of the teachers said, well, you would be so great at giving facials. And I, I was so put off by that. I had, I was like, ew, why, why would I get involved in the beauty industry? Because again, I just held so much judgment of it. Yes. And it was a lot of ignorance of like what the beauty industry could be or different expressions. I had received a facial that felt so much like a dental cleaning. Yeah. Where they beat me up the whole time. Yeah, and they were like, probably God, crazy. Oh, I yeah. was just like, I look worse than when I went yeah. in. <laughs> I am, you know, $200 short. And right. I just got told like my pores are horrible and I have lots of blackheads and my skin is <laughs> decrepit. I was like, wow, I'm, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. And you're like, thanks for this great experience. So then I had a different experience through this meditation group where I was like, whoa, this could be anything. The facial could be the container for any kind of experience, self-exploratory, meditation. And I started developing mediumship skills without meaning to. So a lot of past loved ones of the client would start coming into the room and telling me all sorts of things. Once you were in practice as a facial. Wow. Because yes, I had never had given so much hands-on treatment right. before. Right. And I had a lot of like what's called organ transmission where... I would be giving a facial and my fingertips are on their skin and I'm working with their bones and realigning tension that's held in the muscles and all of a sudden I'd feel something in my kidneys and be like, well, is that my body? Is that their body? Are that their kidneys trying to tell me something? Interesting. And then something would tumble out of my mouth and they would say, how do you know that? Wow. And so it's such a powerful exchange being you know, in somebody's tissues or massaging in somebody's mouth. Yeah. It's like there's I love so that. much info. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And we don't realize how much we're holding. Oh, I like do it. My I, It's obviously not as relaxed when you're doing it yourself, but I have this tool where it just, because it's true. You, I think you hold so much tension in your face. Yes. You know, not you, everyone. Yes. That we don't realize. Yes. 
it's such a fabulous mask. Yeah. You know, this is how we greet the world and our body is so brilliant to put a lot of the skin messages on our face if it's a priority because we're not interacting with our ankles all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's under socks or under pants and the body knows this is what you're passing by a glass, you're looking over, you're passing by a a mirror. We're interacting face to face. And so the body's like, okay, you got, you got to pay attention. Yeah, you know, for this massive cystic acne pimple or yeah, yeah, a rash or whatever it is, and we're like, gosh, God, what's happening? And we start to ask questions, and then our body really starts talking once we start asking questions. And how? What year was it that you started as a facialist um, here in LA? It was like 2016. Okay. Yeah, 2015, 2016, 2017. Yeah. You were saying that once the pandemic hit, you realized, well, you, obviously you couldn't really get facials, even though I feel like, yes, I guess people could with a mask on, but you probably didn't want to. Well, the <laughs> health department at the time closed everything down. They did. It was okay. major lockdown for quite a while, and then it would be open for four days and then close and then open oh, that's for right. a week it was like the and nail. then close. Yeah. So I think I I'm just, just very convincing to my facialist. I was like, oh, gotta see you. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How old was your son at that time? Or had you not, you were pregnant? He was seven just... months old okay. and I was breastfeeding. So in a way, I was like, this is such a relief Yeah. because I wasn't great about pumping. I'd set my schedule and I'd give myself time to pump in between clients at That's the usual. And then I would never do it on time. And then my breasts would be exploding <laughs> yeah. in a facial and I'm just like... Okay. Yeah. Also, aren't they like reacting to emotions? So what if someone starts crying? I just remember a girlfriend of mine. Yes. Jordan's like, oh, please, not this again. No, but I remember us coming from yoga and it was like her baby started crying. Her baby was with a babysitter at my apartment. It was like, I was like, this is wild that your body is so in tune with hearing your child cry or anyone cry can be. Yes. I used to call it lightning nipples. (laughs) Because if I was, you know, at a playground or something and a baby, another baby, not mine, would start crying, I would feel that, that kind of like, oh my gosh, we have to, we have to go over there. Yeah. And it was a full body lurch forward sometimes. That's wild. We are so connected and my treatment room was three miles or something from my home. Okay. I would feel certain things and have reverberations in my body when he was going through something at the house. Oh my goodness. Because our nervous systems are connected until about seven and a half, seven years old. Wow. And then a with whole... A, with a child? Yes. Okay. So then a whole part of their brain starts to turn off, excuse me, turn on and activate around seven and a half, eight. And it's that full seven year cycle. And we are different. Every seven years, that's how long it takes the bone cells to turn over. Really? Our organs are about every six, seven months, depending. Or, you know, skin is about every 30 days. Right. So we are completely different people every seven years. And often, you know, the seven-year itch is a real thing. Yeah, that actually makes sense if I think of seven years ago. Yes. And there's certain tribes that are still in practice throughout Africa where... Couples will meet in front of a tribal council of elders, and they're like, "Do we remain coupled?" Oh, you mean it's every seven years? Yes. Or is it time to dissolve this relationship and couple up with somebody else in the tribe? Like, have you worked through what you wanted to? Are you still harmonious together? What are the issues? And so, and sometimes they'll you know dissolve that relationship and move on with somebody wow. else. Yeah. And I'm I, like, gosh, what? Yeah. Why do we hold well, ourselves that would work here. to? I know. <laughs> your group of friends <laughs> right yeah. so you don't why do we hold ourselves yeah that's yeah. true yeah 
It's a good question. And we cycle through all kinds of people throughout our lives. Right, right. Mm-hmm. The organ facial map in your book. Yes. I would love for you to like show us on, even on your face of like where all the different, yeah, all the different places of like what it means. Yes. Because I think people think they know or they're, but then I'm, I was even feel like I learned different things when I was looking at the map. Yes. Well, and this map that I created in my book, Gua Sha and Crystal Massage, is an amalgamation of a bunch of different maps, two different lineages. Okay. The map in here, I feel, is the most accurate, just based on yeah. all of the many thousands of faces I've worked on, different ages, different backgrounds, and I just again and again felt confirmation of like, yep, this is so accurate. So there's so many layers to consider anytime okay. I'm giving a face reading or anytime somebody's like, what does this pimple mean? What does this rash mean? <laughs> Because it's not ever just the organ yeah, reflexology yeah, yeah. map. It might be the energy meridian. It might be, you know, we're something using topical. Something you're allergic to. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Something you ate. There's so many right, layers right. to always consider. The face organ map I love because it does reveal so much. And our body is brilliant at being like, okay, upper cheeks, intestines, yeah. usually, is all about processing discerning what's pure from impure and what to keep and what to let go of. And we're so often processing something or many things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I notice people will hold their breath when they're really focused or feeling inundated with a decision or overwhelmed. And these pores right on the upper cheeks, so right over the intestine area, will enlarge if somebody is holding their breath Interesting. over and over, over and over, and over again, again because the body's just trying to get oxygen in wow. to the body any which way it can. And the skin is so malleable and so changeable and flexible yeah. that it, you know, stretches into huge distorted, right. you know, shapes when we're building a baby yeah. or, or even when we're going through something really emotionally intense yeah. and we are like, I've gained 20 pounds in three days. This yeah. isn't normal and yeah. I can't lose it and what's going on? Yeah. And that's protection. You right. know, the body or hair, hair growth in funky yeah. places is often about protection. I've read how kids that have been um, molested at a young age will develop pubic hair early yes. to protect them, which I thought was like, yes, it's pretty cool. You know, it's like your body trying to help you. Yes. It's so beautiful and so brilliant and I think oftentimes we feel our body is against us right when it's sending certain signals or messages of a rash or of melasma or rosacea or breakout we're like oh, our body's attacking us when really it's trying to regulate communicate to you and communicate something important you know what whether, was this spot yeah this is so we're pointing at our chin this is sex organs so this oh, is no wonder i have <laughs> but it, it was sex organs and then like Wait, there was one other, like, where's the kidneys or the urinary? Kidneys are here? right underneath the okay, eyes, okay. so under eyes. Okay. And then sometimes, you know, like adrenals are the glands that sit on top of the kidneys. Okay. If you get a big white head yes, underneath I feel like the nostril, I get that. Yes. it's just stress. stress. It's like stress releasing. Yes. Okay. Yep. No, okay. This, here mm-hmm. we go. Yeah, so sometimes bladder, bladder is right at the of, I used very to get the worst UTIs, and yes. I would always have like a, I don't anymore, but I would get like, a, like not, what's like worse than like a zit, you know, like a, um, 
Like a cystic. Yeah, just like yeah, something that was so deep. It was in just the like pressure. burning. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. even like you could see it. But yes. yeah, pressure. So bladder is right at the very bottom of the chin and also right at the very top of the hairline. I would get stuff there too. That's really? so funny. Yeah. I mean, but again, like you're saying, I don't know if it was bangs. You know what I, I mean? There's other things. Right, like oil, of course. But no, for sure. Yes. When it's really deep, when mm-hmm. it's cystic acne mm-hmm. or like something really, really deep under the skin, it's hardly ever from something topical. It's coming from deep within the body. So, you know, it's rare that somebody will get cystic acne from, you know, the wrong kind of lotion or a pillowcase being dirty or foam being dirty. Or something like a rash, like a topical. Okay, that makes sense. So, anytime something's coming from deep within or melasma, you know, is really about liver health. And melasma is also about emotional overwhelm. Is like that why taking on a lot too of much. pregnant women get it? I think so, yeah. And it's it's become more closely associated with pregnancy. But I have so many clients, friends, women in general who said, no, I had melasma way before I ever got pregnant. Okay. And then I didn't end up having it during pregnancy for whatever reason. Maybe their pregnancy was supported. They right. Maybe they had proper nourishment in all of the different ways. And they'll say, like, actually, I got it way after when my child was going through something, you know, emotional development that was really challenging for the whole family or whatever it might be. Right. So often I'll see melasma in someone who, you know, lost their parents at a young age or just spiritually they have maybe taken on chosen more curriculum than somebody else. Okay. Um, so at the top of the forehead, we have that bladder. Okay. The forehead itself is a colon. So again, a little bit about intestines and colon is really more about letting go. Like that final goodbye of like this excrement, this toxin, we are letting go of forever. Okay. And there can be a lot of grief sometimes in that. Like those aspects of ourselves, those different identity deaths of like, who are we going to be on the other side of letting this completely go? Are we going to be able to function in the same way? Are we going to have the same people in our life? If we start showing up differently, who's going to walk out of our life potentially? So the ascending colon goes up the right transverse goes across to the left i wanted to ask you about that what does that mean so like yeah well the colon's brilliant because it's in the same shape as our emotional body right Okay. so our emotions really need to come all the way up Mm -hmm. and then we look at them acknowledge them thank them process them and it's the transverse goes across to the left and then descending is down your left okay and it's a mirror image of exactly how the colon is shaped So it's like a rainbow up the right, across the left, down the left. Same thing on the forehead. It'll repeat again around the mouth. So up the right side of the mouth, across to the left, down the left. It's crazy because whenever I have digestive issues, I'll get little, Little, like little breakouts. Yeah. Yes. Always. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And that's often just diet. Something you're taking in too much of or maybe digestive enzymes are needed. Most Mm. people do need digestive enzymes these days. And I have, you know, some deeper horizontal lines in my forehead. One, because the forehead is representative of the decade of our 20s. Mm. And then 30s is eye area. 40s is more like cheekbone, 50s, and it goes on. The hairline represents 0 to 14 in years-ish. So childhood, if you see a lot of uh, wiggly, um, jagged hairline shapes, it's usually an indication that somebody's childhood or foundational years wasn't really supported by their parents. Maybe one was not present or maybe 
both of them had addiction issues or maybe they just weren't present and available in the ways that that child was hoping for. Wow. Um, but then it continues on and you'll see sometimes the shape on the face is duplicated as the organ itself. So for example, the eyebrows are gallbladder as well as fallopian tubes in a woman's body. Okay. And then the eyes represent breasts and ovaries and testes in a man's body. And you'll see that shape, like the eyebrows kind of look like the arms of the fallopian tubes. And then the ovaries are the eyes. And you think about the eyes holding the vision. It's, it's like, like that's looking, the you know, seed of it. life. That's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then it goes down and mm-hmm. the nose, the bridge of the nose is a lot like the cervix. Wow. And then okay. down at the tip of the nose in reflexology, that's uterus as well as heart or tip of the penis. Okay. But even here, again, like the nostrils kind of remind me of ovaries right. or testes. Right. And, you know, so it's just the body's so brilliant at using the architecture again and again and again. So we're able to, you know, really massage around the eyes and we're actually, the ovaries are actually receiving that massage in real time. And quite a few clients and friends have been able to dissolve polyps, fibroids, you know, this dense material that the body, again, so brilliantly collects all of these toxins or potential cancerous cells into a bundle. Right. So then it's easier to hopefully release instead of like, well, we're just going to keep letting it scatter all throughout the body. Yeah. Right at the temples is spleen. Mm-hmm. So if I'm actually breaking out on both sides of my temples right now in the middle, tell. well, cover up is absolutely <laughs> yeah. a phenomenal invention. Um, and that's about overthinking, over worrying. Okay. So, and some in human design, uh, many projector types will have a splenic authority. So their intuition comes in through their spleen, which is right on right. that left side, close to the bottom of the rib cage. Yes. And so anyone who wants to connect with their intuition a little bit more, you know, who especially if they're a splenic authority in human design and their projector. What you is can what if you really, have pain in your spleen? What does that mean? It's usually a toxicity of some kind, or it's that overthinking, over worrying, having anxiety as a often visitor, you okay. know, ongoing visitor. And I like to talk about emotions in that way of like we don't necessarily have to identify as an anxious person. We just are visited so often by anxiety. It's a messenger. So often if somebody feels anxious, often there's so much care. There is so much perhaps attachment to outside confirmation or to quality or to an ideal imperfection. Mm -hmm. And it's just a way of reframing. So we're not constantly bringing that in again and again. We don't have to ever really be an anxious person. It's like, actually, I care. I care so much. Yeah. 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 That's so interesting. What was a moment you remember where you really found something through someone's face? Do you know what I mean? Where maybe it spoke to you or your body or could you take us through like it was mirroring, which I would think would be really exhausting. It was in the beginning. I figured out some different tools and techniques, mostly through Reiki healing, right. of ways to, to like clear yourself. Clear, but then I actually stopped clearing at all because I realized, like, oh, I'm judging their stuff as like heavy or dense or bad or wrong when we all have stuff. Yeah. 
And <laughs> theirs is really no different from mine. Like if we really are all connected and all one, then why would I ever really need to clear myself? Okay. So I just choose again and again to breathe because I that's find great. that's a great way of accepting life force in and cleansing out whatever it is I don't need, but I don't really need to judge any of it or, yeah. or be like, oh, you know, get out my cell and yeah. I want clear, yeah. clear, no, clear. Different energies are real and different densities are real and different entities are real. And we, I think if we're focused on them and clearing ourselves from them, sometimes we even invite it more. Yeah. Possibly. Because you're overly like focusing on it. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Instead of like, oh my gosh, the grass is so green after the rain. I'm going to go out and yeah. put my bare feet in the grass. You know, it's like just what you focus on does yeah. magnify in my experience, I, in my I opinion. Agree. But to answer your, your great question of, there's a few examples mm-hmm. of, I was working on a client and I went down to her. She had a mask on, an exfoliating mm-hmm. mask on her face. So then I love to do some Reiki so that that mask can work, but I can't, I'm not manipulating the facial tissues. And I'll, I went down to her feet and then suddenly this gentleman <laughs> was in the space and was combing his fingers through her hair. And I was just like, okay, hey. Like you literally saw the guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hi. <laughs> and you know, I've, there was no communication it's all through right. I just hear it or it's telepathy mm-hmm. and often in dream state we communicate that way mm-hmm. um and it was her husband you know her deceased husband and they had three children together and he just loves her and he checks mm-hmm. in now and again and that was something he I think perhaps did when they were together when he was alive he would run his fingers through her hair and just sweet like a lot so of people sweet. tend to come in during a facial because people are relaxed and open. Right. A lot of no, those like, guards are dropped yeah, down. The, right, right. So that's when, and I have chills all over. I'm like, I know, oh, I do who's, too. Like, Look. who's here? Yeah. And that's just such a beautiful time right. to start receiving those loving messages. And, and, you know, mediumship readings are so beautiful because when we exit our body, when we transition from whatever this dimensional realm is, a lot of those stories dissolve too. A lot of those, you know, the judgments, resentments are gone. So the way in which we interacted with people in our life starts to feel like, oh, it's like this dreamy quality. And they never come in like, I was so right. (laughs) You were so right. There's so much gentleness. There's so much compassion. There really is so much like, I want you to know how proud I am of you. I want you to know how much you mean to me and I love you and I'm so grateful. Yeah. No matter what the relationship was like in the lifetime. Wow. And so yeah. did you, how did you tell the client? I, well, I... Or you didn't? I did. You I must did. have, right? Because then you I thought knew, about or... it. I was okay. like, is this something to bring up? And I'll right. ask. And then yeah. I'll often do some muscle testing. Like, is it appropriate to bring it up now? Is it more appropriate to give it a few days and call? Right, right, right. So I will use muscle testing for things like that, where timing is really important for some people. But I did I did share, and she was so grateful. And yeah. She was like, you know, it's funny. I kind of was in and out of sleep while you were doing mm-hmm. some of the energy work, and I had a little dream about him. Or Right. It's amazing, you know, what will happen. But That's in, cool. you know, a physical sense, other things that have happened were, you know, I did feel a really sharp pain in my kidneys one time working on somebody. And I was in that area. I was doing circles mm. around the eyes and kidney shows up in the under eye. Mm-hmm. 
um, a little bit outside the nostrils with the adrenal glands. And I had a really sharp pain and I said, hey, what's going on? Because kidneys tend to be in deep relationship with the emotions of fear. That's like traditional Chinese medicine. Oh, yes. I they always correlate. have dark from cupping of kidney. And I sometimes will get the oh, little white. That makes sense. Yes. So when you get cupping on your back, it'll be purple or yeah. dark. Well, not now. Red. I've gotten much better. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's taken a long time yeah. to clear. all. But I know when I first started getting cupping work, it was probably like six years ago. I remember the case would be like, like as dark as your top, you know, it was really, really dark. Yes. And so it kind of scared me because I, I feel yeah. like kidneys is something you need. Yeah, they're important. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I always was fascinated to hear other things that yeah. represent it. Yes. Well, and kidneys really are in relationship with our highest potential. Interesting. And they energetically open up into the ears. Oh. liver opens up into the eyes right so that's like liver's highest vision and it's interesting how anger is often associated with liver and gallbladder or resentment i feel like is more tied to gallbladder it is okay so liver shows up in between the brows okay. where often people will have frown lines or 11 lines and usually i find that if it's, you know, in relationship with a parent, it's going to be mother is on the right side. So if it's deeper line on the right, it's in relationship with mother because our mother's influence shows up on our right side of our face. Okay. Then it switches after the lower lip, right side of the body becomes the masculine energy. Oh. So mother's always right is how I remember it on the That's face. That's so funny. And then right side is masculine and the whole right side is our relationship with career, our relationship with external anybody, family, friends, social media, how we are in philanthropy. Right. Left side of our face is our father's influence. Okay. And then who we are when no one's watching. It's our innermost essence. So if you really want to get to know someone, even family that you've known forever, you start to look at them with your left eye into their left eye. And it can be a very naked feeling to begin with because you're showing. You are also showing and revealing your innermost essence. The left eye to the – and does that go down your whole body? Is that because of your heart? Uh, no? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> I don't actually know. And maybe because, you know, we, we talk about like if you're getting numbness on that left – arm it is a sign that the heart might not be functioning right in totality or in harmony that's a great question i don't know it's interesting yeah. okay but often our our right is so much more muscled so much stronger or in performance or a little bit more armored right that left side is often quite tender and that's where you know some of our you know asymmetrical things can really start talking like, oh, okay, something's going on with father or something's going on with partner. If they're a male, husband, boyfriend, right. it will show most often on the left side of our face. And then that after the lower lip, it becomes left side of the body is feminine energy. So how can you do, <laughs> this is kind of silly, but how could you do face rings? I like, cause I feel like so many people just, their whole face is like Botox to death. It, that's a great question. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're like, well, I don't know yeah. about mother or father because, like, you can't move your eyebrows, right? Yeah, right. Well, and it that will inform the reading. It just right. becomes a part of the okay. face. Okay, So when people get, you know, that liver right. area right in between the eyebrows Botox because yeah. they have that frown line, yeah. in some ways it's great because people will stop asking them, what's wrong? You look so angry. You look so upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 
that will, you know, we get a lot of information mirrored back to us from other people. Mm-hmm. And it can be a nice, soothing thing to not have people asking what's mm-hmm. wrong with you all the time. <laughs> That's so funny. But also, it will change our biology. It will change right. our psychology. Right. You know, there was a mom who stopped getting everything done because her pa- her children weren't believing her anymore. I feel like I've heard, or maybe, I don't know if there's multiple, but some... There was some funny article I read where she was like, I just stopped getting Botox because, like, no one could tell I was mad. Yeah. I mean, some people, I think <laughs> everything in moderation, but yeah, some people yeah. really overdo it, right? I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to tell me because I can't. Yeah, nothing's, nothing's right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and same thing with filler. If people are getting a lot of filler mm-hmm. in the lips, upper lip represents stomach. Lower lip represents intestines. Okay. So we have intestines in the upper cheeks, you know, colon in the forehead. Lower lip is intestines. So if we're getting filler in the lips, that, one, increases sensuality because the fuller the lip, more is always more in face reading. So more sensuality, more expressive perhaps, more outspoken perhaps, and also more self-involved. What do you mean by that? So if somebody has like a really, really thin upper lip, you know, that one, they might not have a lot of comfort in sharing everything that's Mm. on their heart or everything they're digesting or all the nourishment that's inside of them. But then if they start getting um, lip filler in the top lip, it's plumping up that lip, it's plumping up the stomach, plumping up, you know, their energy cycles back to themselves more than being outward and generous perhaps. Mm. So... It changes all of our psychology and our our beliefs. And and then, you know, it's reaffirmed when we get that information back to us from another. That's such an interesting, like... so fascinating. I thought you'd be like, well, I can't tell what people are going through then if... No, you totally... I mean, even like if you think about Michael Jackson, he got his nose minimized several times. No, it became like... Nothing almost. I yes. feel like he had like a prosthetic yeah, this, at the end, right? Right. Well, and he had this gorgeous, round, yeah, beautiful skin, nose color. in the beginning. Yeah. And that's all about heart. You know, the wider the nose, more really? generous, more open hearted, more available. You know, if we have nostrils that are really visible and open, okay. we are more generous and we can take wow. in more life force. We can breathe in more and that breathe out more. So we give and receive more. Um, you know, somebody who has really, really thin nostrils, like slits almost, really are focused on m- managing money to even the point of like penny pinching. So pinch wow. nostrils, penny, penny pinching, where they're looking for the deal. So the more pointed or narrow the nose, a lot of journalists tend to be more pointed nose because they're trying to get to the, the answer yeah. and they're inquisitive and they're going to keep poking or keep knocking until they're like, aha, I got to the root of it all. That's so interesting. Yeah. So really focused, like really to the point. <laughs> yeah, to the point. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny that you say like big nostrils, like giving and breathing, because horses, that they breathe through their nose and they have like huge nostrils. Yes. And they're constantly, you know. Yes. They are givers. So that's yes. interesting. Yes. And horses, you know, it makes so much sense that they're used in all sorts of different kinds of therapy for post-traumatic stress disorder or whatever, because they really keep us in our heart. And anytime somebody gets too much in their mental state or too overworked in like, oh, oh, decision, I don't know, 
the horse will go over and brush with their nose. Yeah. And they'll even do energy work where they're, they'll do that like, yeah, and like breathe on you yeah. of being like, they'll dust you off yeah. with they're their nose so, or with their breath. They're just so incredible. They are. I ride horses every day. So I prefer horses to people. <laughs> Let's yes. say someone wants to get into facial massage and, but they're like, I don't have time or I only have five minutes. What are the most important they're stressed because I feel like most people are stressed these yes. days, right? Big time. <laughs> yeah, everyone's stressed. Big time. I think number one is pace and rhythm. Okay. So if we slow down our movements, because I what I notice the most when teaching is people's pressure is so deep with themselves. That would be me. They'll be trying to bruise yeah, the like, tissue. That would be me. <laughs> and then the pace is fast. Mm. they'll be like okay if I like do it three times really fast that's really good right and actually our skin is the same germ layer in development when we were an embryo as our brain and our nervous system so anytime we are massaging our skin we are able to touch in a physical way our nervous system and like reset our brain that makes sense and allow that brain stem to start to unfurl and plug back in to the back of our heart So if we slow down our pace and have really light pressure, not deep pressure, then our body can actually receive what we're doing and then the longevity is really there. The Mm. effects aesthetically are much more in real time, much more able to last than if it's like three really fast movements and we're holding our breath and we're like, okay, let's just match the same pace as the rest of yeah. our day no, and I, be as frantic <laughs> as I was in traffic. Like, no, I'll hold slow, but I go way too deep where I have really tight calves and feet and to the point mm. where my PT was like, please stop rolling out your calves. Sometimes when you do that, your body then like tenses even if you don't realize it. Yes. Yes. So when we right? meet the body with so much force, okay, our body will meet it with just that amount of force of resistance, if not more. Okay. So like even chugging water, for example, the kidneys really regulate our hydration. If we are chugging water, there's water that's coming into the body at such a pace. It's so fast. The body doesn't even know what it is because it's coming in at such like a waterfall pace that the body will be like, ah, and send it, bypass it, right past the kidneys to the bladder. And then it will be peed out. that makes sense if you're like overly, I mean, I drink water, but I'm not like chugging it. But if you are a lot and you're like, I have to pee, I keep having to pee. Yes. And then people will stop drinking so much water because they don't want to pee all the time. Right. However, if we're taking slow, small sips throughout Mm -hmm. the day, we don't need as much water. Mm -hmm. Our kidneys are getting the proper hydration and nourishment, and we aren't peeing all the time. I agree. I think people, this is going to sound so weird, but I do think people drink. People are like downing the milk jugs. You know, those like old school, like, they're like, oh, this is how I lost all this weight. I'm like, this seems kind of crazy. Yes. Like, I don't think you need this much water. Yes. Well, and when there's <laughs> like, that much water going through the body, sometimes it's just a, an extreme detox. Right. It's like there's so much being flushed out of the body, which is sometimes minerals, sometimes vitamins, sometimes a lot of the things we need, right. you know, the proper flora and fauna. And so we, we might actually be disrupting the microbiome. Yeah. When it's like, okay, just a little bit. A little bit, everything right. in moderation. Yeah. Even the good stuff. No, that's so yeah. a little bit at a time. It lets the body process because I think we forget 
how dense the body is. It, it actually moves at a different pace and rhythm than our mental body. It moves mm. differently than our emotional body, than our energy body. Those are all quite fast because they're not in physical form. The body is physical. You mean like our test, like track of like inside? Yes, that's all of it is slower. Like our emotions, we feel five different things in five seconds. Yeah. And then we're on to the next. Then it's like a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. The body's like, I'm still on that first emotion. I'm still letting that go through my eyes, go through my my larynx and go down. Like where is it now? And so it's just like if we can slow down our movements with massage, with breathing – I find that you can do three strokes of gua sha and if it's slow and really connecting to the tissue and we can actually visualize the fluids, the inflammation leaving that area, then that has more of an aesthetic lift, tone, contoured effect in three seconds of slow movement than 70 strokes in those three seconds because our body will actually start to, the muscles will all tighten the breath will start to constrict yeah. and hold. And then those fluids aren't moving because right. the tighter the muscle, the fluids can't move. Mm. And why the gua sha versus like, you know, you see so many massage tools, yeah. right? You know, I have one that has like two little rollers yes. and two little, which I really like. Yes. But, but I, I've always been afraid of the gua sha because I think I would bruise my, because I tend to be like, yeah, get in there. <laughs> <laughs> so can you explain why you feel like, I don't want to use the word best, but why you've yeah. always responded to and, and use this. As yeah. Well, honestly, I feel fingers are always the best. Okay. There's electricity in our fingertips mm-hmm. and skin to skin contact is so powerful. The, yeah. I hate getting facial people have like gloves on. Like I'm like, or the rubber glove. It is a funny thing. Yeah. yeah. I know with sanitation COVID, or I, I understand whatever. you're doing like a ton of extractions, but yeah, for yes. massage and stuff. Yes. It feels good. Yeah. I love the gua sha. It's more of a different find massage Mm -hmm. I feel like I can get into crevices and corners in a different way than I can with my fingers Mm. and I feel like it's a really nice surface area and I you know it's It's important smooth yeah yes important to do it flat to the skin as opposed to the edge of the tool so funny I would be like (laughs) and I see so many people and there's nothing wrong with that you're supposed to do it flat flat to the skin I find that provides oh. the most benefits because you're connecting in a whole different way. Okay, and then put, okay. And okay. you're able to really bring more tissue with you. You're okay. able to invite more fluids to flush with Interesting. you. Interesting, okay. Yeah, as opposed to this, it's like I've already lost all this. Oh. But with this, I'm able to okay. grab here and here and bring all of it with me. Okay, cool. And so with that one minute, if you really just have one minute right. or it's like right before I go on camera, yeah, that's the only move I'll do. I will contour right underneath the cheekbones Interesting. because this lower cheek area is lung and lungs are often associated with grief oh. or, or joy, you know, it's the opposite. Okay. And so, so many of us have been through so much in the last three yes. to four years. Yes. We all have more inflammation, I'm noticing, in our lower cheeks. Like a lot of younger clients are like, I have jowls. You know, that extra flesh right around the jawline. It's just emotional inflammation. Yeah. Grief. Yeah. And it's just interesting to me too that, you know, the virus of COVID 
attacked the lungs. You know, that was the focus in the beginning of like respiratory. Yeah. And I'm like, gosh, how interesting that, you know, the whole globe is getting a clearing of the lungs right now. Mm -hmm. What is the grief that we've been holding on to that we weren't even aware of that this virus is like, look at this, please, mm -hmm. Con mm -hmm. you know, acknowledge and let it go, clean it out. So That's this is crazy. the one, okay. if you have one minute or one second, right. this is the one I will do. And it's just right next to the nostril, mm -hmm. right next to the corner of the mouth. Really lovingly applying a little facial oil first is always best because you want that glide with the skin as opposed to like a pull or a tug. Can you use lotion if oils break? Is, you can I mean, totally you use lotion. Oil, I do prefer oil because okay. our skin, it creates oil. Mm -hmm. So that oil and oil, it's the body recognizes it more easily and oh, it doesn't okay. have to process it as much okay. or try to be like, is this good for me? Do I have to start sending out bacteria that gets it off the skin? Okay. So jojoba oil is one of the closest things to our own oils, our own sebum. I've always, that's funny. I've always loved jojoba, like for oh, the body. I do too. It just so And it's right not in. for everyone. Right. Like another one is camellia tea seed oil. Okay. Very, very gentle for sensitive skin. Or Oh, I've never even heard of that. Oh, it's good. That's good to know. I've really it's sensitive good. Skin. Very light aroma. It's very like a light molecular weight, meaning it'll go into the skin deeper than like a thicker oil. Some olive okay. oils are like really heavy. Yeah, some oils. Weight. I just think sometimes people, and I was probably guilty of that too. When the face oils became big, mm -hmm. I think I just tried so many. My skin was yeah. like, "What the hell are you doing?" Like, yes. I'm freaking out. You know, it's like yes. so many mix it together, and it was yes. just too much. Well, and there's a lot. There was a big trend for a while yeah. of facial so, oil so having big thing. nine different, twenty different yeah. ingredients in it, and yeah. then essential oils. So yeah, a lot of skin. Is right. way too sensitive for that. Totally. Mm -hmm. And there's a great one that's like just 100% squalene oil, which is just oh, expressed yeah, from great from uh, olives. Okay. And that's so that's not even really a carrier oil. It's even more gentle. Like people I know with major perioral dermatitis or just mm -hmm. the most reactive sensitive skin, which again isn't because they're just have sensitive skin. It's an emotional root cause. But if somebody's going through that this 100% squalene oil because it's one ingredient yeah and that's it and often you know clients will be like all of a sudden my skin is really saggy and I'm like okay well are you spread too thin right or dehydrated right yes right because um that resiliency that elastin in the skin so like you think of an elastic rubber band when we stretch it out you know is it snapping back and when the skin gets really heavy or you know, what people are interpreting as saggy. It's mm. like, where are you spread too thin? Where are you not getting that elastic back support? Where? Mm. So it's like, it's often so temporary right. because our body is just often mirroring whatever is going on inside of us, whatever is happening in our life, our lifestyle, right. what we're accepting, what we're choosing, what we're believing in. Right. And so you have two different, is that, you have a heart one, is that a different, it's a different tool, right? Yeah. So both of these tools are gua sha stones. This heart one is rose quartz in crystal. Love rose quartz, yeah. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> it's so tender for our hearts. Invites so much yeah. self love, so much self compassion. And when we're holding it, it feels so different than another crystal. Mm. This one is amethyst, 
and this is a different shape that I call this it's the so wing or fin shape because that's my birthstone. Oh, Aquarius. Yeah, it's funny. I asked. I was like, "Who wants to come with me today? Who's appropriate oh, for so Katie?" Funny. And it yeah. was like these two were jumped out. That's so cool. Yeah. So these are just slightly different shapes. I love the right. different shapes. Like whenever I was working on clients, I would have nine different out just mm. because everyone has different contours. Yeah. Everyone has different bone structure. Yeah. And all of that means something different. You know, right. our face shapes say something about us. And it's like our bones were built for this. Our bones were built for this skill. Our bones were built for this life purpose. Right. And our bones are so fluid. Like we've studied cadavers for so long. I think sometimes we relate to our own bones as brittle or dry or easily breakable. They're full of spongy marrow. They're full of blood and lymph. They're mm -hmm. very flexible and malleable. And our my bone shape, my face shape bone structure has changed so many times in my life. Mm -hmm. Before I was a mom, I really didn't have this, you know, wide defined jawline. Mm. After becoming a mom, I was like, oh my gosh, I've, I've really had to step into and chosen again and again to step into leadership. You know, kings lead. Really? You didn't have like a strong jawline mm -hmm. before? No. Nope. So interesting. No. Nope. birds. I was really wide at the top of my forehead. That was the widest part of my face. Okay. Which is bucket shape. So we love to fill our buckets with wisdom and knowledge. Pretty fearless about learning. Yeah. So it's just interesting all the different face shapes so much about, they say so much about our, our personality, our, our interests, and like what our skill sets are. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so before we do the massage, I'm going to end with the five questions. Oh, yes. <laughs> so what do you do for a mental break? Baths. Yes. I love I baths. Sometimes Epsom salt baths, sometimes just plain filtered water bath. Right. The hot, ugh, the hot water. And water is such a cleansing element. Mm -hmm. That was a non-negotiable when I was giving a bunch of facials every day. I would have a bath every single night. Yeah, I love ending like the day with a bath. It's the best. Now, do you gua sha in the bath or is that dangerous? Sometimes. Is that like oh, you could why just not? Go under? <laughs> oh, well, no, I have fallen asleep in the bath before, and that's, you know, that's never a great idea. That's not a good idea. Yeah. When is the last time you cried? Just the other week. I rewatched Pollyanna, which is like oh my God. one of my favorite movies. I love movies. That, The Glad Game. The Glad Game. Yes. I watched that so many times growing up. Like, Same. I wanted the cake. Like her, uh, you know, yes. when you go to the carnival. Yes, the watermelon. Everything. Like her outfits. Like I was her like outfits. obsessed with her. Yes. And I that really informed me, that movie. I need to rewatch it. Get ready to cry. That, I'm sure <laughs> I'll be crying like immediately. What are you currently reading? Okay, so I often read about five books at once. I, I'm One like. of them, <laughs> I, I love it. One of them is Attached. Okay. I've heard that. Of, what is that book, about? It's about attachment theory. Okay. And it was so funny because I was listening to a few of your episodes and you had a fabulous guest and I can't remember his name, but he was suggesting. Oh, Chris. Yes. Anxious attachment. Yes. Ratcliffe, I want to say. Yes. He's and very good. He was fantastic. Yeah. And you two together were so Because I feel like I used to have like, I still do of some degree, but my strength would be like, I think you should read. There was some book I had to read on attachment. I, I couldn't really get through it. But I was like, I am not an anxious attachment. And then the more I read about it, I was like, oh, I guess I am. Yes. But yeah, it was interesting. So many right? actors are. So it's just fascinating to me. That's like, true. Attachment theory, face read, like, again, just endless layers. And it's always so true. And astrology often matches up with, with face reading as well. 
like whatever signs people are. I'm like, oh, "Oh, that makes so much sense because your face shape is da-da-da-da-da. Yes, that I've heard of that. And I'm always like, and then I think when I looked up Aquarius, I was like, oh my gosh, this makes sense. It's like heart-shaped face or... Many, yes, many Aquarius. That's interesting. What is the best and worst advice you've been given? I think best advice is, you know, we know ourselves more than anybody else. And I think it often might take someone, certainly taken me, a while to really be in faith with that. Of like, I don't need to look to any authority, any powerful figure, any expert outside of myself to really know. Like about my health or about, you know, my stability in my emotional body or whether I'm capable of doing this skill or not. It's like we really know ourselves more than anybody else. Yeah. Worst advice, be good. Because <laughs> I think it's like that's that's Especially complicated. I feel yeah. like, yeah, that's like. And it's so much a tie to the duality. That was such a big phrase in my family growing up. Be good. Mm. Okay, you be good. And I'd be oh, like, oh, jeez, I am. Like, why do you keep telling me be good? I am good. What Instagram account do you find uplifting? Ooh. If any, I know Instagram can be very toxic for many people. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to choose what you want to look at. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I really love memes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> memes are a part of my therapy. And I just love laughing. Yeah. Right before, you know, as part of my wind down, I will look at some memes and right. just laugh. Yeah. my tush off yeah. and it's such a great way I find to go to bed there's a few like great meme Instagram handles I feel like Sister Shanti is one oh, I don't know that I'll have to look it up she's hilarious I love uh, some poets I mean Rick Rubin is amazing and have you read his Pueblo. book everyone keeps I have not okay I know I, really I have want not to. but I love the cover it looks like a breast to me and it's also the I sun sign I've seen the, the cover it's an uh, astrology the sun symbol okay Okay. It's basically a circle with a dot in the middle. So to me, oh, I'm no, like, oh, maybe, breast. <laughs> oh, maybe I have seen it. I feel like so many people have been putting in their stories or on their grid, like a picture, of, yes. a, you know, quote from it. So yes, I really want to read that. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. And thank you to Julie for joining me. We're so thrilled to have you. Thank you. Where can all of um, our listeners find you? Sure. My Instagram handle is my full name, Julie Siviello Polier. Okay. I'm sure that'll be in the notes. So yes. it's a little bit, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we won't spell it out for you. <laughs> so Website is the same, juliesiviellopolier.com. And I just launched a fun 30 day transformation program where okay, it's one on one coaching for four weeks. And we get to go through a whole skin transformation together and two face readings to really track the journey. Oh, that's great. And then your book, can people get that from your website or Amazon? Yeah, Amazon. Amazon's a great place. All right. Well, that's all, folks. Be sure to subscribe to Ben Better HBU, and we can be heard wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Ben Better, How About You? To learn more, please visit benbetterhbu.com and check out our Instagram, bbhbu. Slide into our DMs with your questions and or comments. Also, be sure to subscribe for your weekly prescription. This pharmacy is open 24-7.